Hey, 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 welcome back to the best women's boxing show, period. I am Cynthia Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf in uh, Parts Unknown in a different location, <laughs> but just temporarily. Yeah, but we still got a nice studio. We do, we do. And we got an even better guest. Oh my God, Giandra, God, you did this one? <laughs> you, you know, you go ahead and introduce her. I would like to introduce <laughs> our guest today who has fight plans coming up in the future. She is a WBC champion. She is the bomb, Alicia Baumgartner. <laughs> Welcome to our show, girl. Thank you, thank you. You have no idea how excited we are that you are in studio. Not just the fact that we're interviewing, but you're you're here. You're going to be spilling some tea. And, spilling tea. And oh, my. And she's drinking her time. tea. Look exactly. at her. Exactly. And we've been stalking and uh -huh. so just admiring and just so excited about your come up and yeah. watching you win the knockout, just all of the things. And so we are very, very excited to be with you. Thank you for having me. And now well, we see your shiny hardware right here. It's Absolutely. beautiful. And uh, for people who do not know Alicia, I remember watching you uh, fight in someone's backyard, Terry Harper's. And everyone, and Terry Harper, she's a warrior. She's a champion in her own right. She's, you know, she's a champion. She's a champion again. Uh, but you took it to the champ. I, you knocked her out. I mean, it was a really scary knockout at one point because I'm like, uh, she's out cold. Like she's in, like she's unconscious. But watching you, it it made me tear because I'm like, damn, this girl came and went into her backyard and took the belt. You that moment was everything. I, you know, everybody asks me how was that moment. I'm like, you'll never get that feeling until it happens for you. And just, I felt like I was underwater for so long, just working, 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 and I was able to have that like that breath that you come up um, from being underwater. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I did it. It was like the best feeling. So I tear up every time I see it as well. Because it's just all the hard work. And, you know, you you train for that moment. And um, just the way I did it in her, you know, her backyard in the fourth round in an outstanding knockout. Yeah. Like she was knocked out on her feet. Yeah. I was I was surprised that it even happened like that. Because Terry, Terry is a really, she's a tough, durable fighter. But you, you were just the better woman that night. And it was almost like we just had uh, Jamie Mitchell in studio. And she also went into their backyard, Shannon Courtney, she knocked her, or yeah, she knocked her out. So it's, I I believe just watching you two fellow Americans just, oh my God, you, you took home the belts, you brought it here. And now you're the, well, you are one of the, the women in the division that has the belts. And we've seen your Twitter feed, girl. <laughs> Spicy. Oh, it's it's it's. <laughs> As you know that we did interview Michaela Mayer, and she said she's a unified champion, and we asked why wasn't the next fight with Alicia. I would hope so, but uh, you were supposed to. I think you're. I don't know if you're fighting Choi or you said you're fighting your mandatory. So who is the fight happening next? You know, um, we want our mandatory. We want to get that out the way. You know, that's the WBC. Um, rules to you know to fight your mandatory we're like absolutely we want to stay busy so that is our next fight if you are victorious against her then it's Choi correct yes why not Michaela um, I think for me personally as I've grown and has as I hustled to the top I am a world champion now I have I have authority now I have a say I have a word and I believe because of my hard work I'm able to make those choices so absolutely give me Choi because I've I've gotten to this point to say who I want to fight. And I think Choi, for me, is perfect. We we both share the same background. She's Korean. I'm Korean. You know, there's there's so much to the buildup of, of the fight. And I think 
to build Alicia and her profile, Choi is the is the next fighter for her. And then again, Michaela would be next. But that fight is so big for women's boxing. It needs to be promoted. It needs to be built just like the Katie and Amanda fight. And I see the potential of the fight. So why rush it, right? Why um, jump into the ring? And again, the entitlement is just like, chill, girl. Like, I'm enjoying my champion. I'm going to go out there, show out, do my mandatory, fight Choi, and then it's me and you. I love that. You said now that you are become champion, you've earned the right to say and, and to choose and do those things. As you settle into being a champion, what are some of the lessons that you've been learning that are different responsibilities and obligations and all those different things that come with being a championship that are more difficult, easier, you know, prioritization, just what are those days like for you now? Because it's a very different ball game. Right. You know, just as a world champion, I just remember where I came from, the hustle that um, I had to have um, to get here. And I still have that drive. I'm still the underdog in my eyes. I'm never satisfied. I'm still working hard. And I understand what's in front of me. I understand that this is just a belt, but there's so many belts to get, but there's legacy to be built and to be made. And that's what I'm here for. You know, I'm, I'm more than an athlete and being an athlete in the sport of boxing, there's so much more that I want to accomplish. So it's just the, the goal driven, um, that I have, um, to keep, you know, climbing to the top and just always remember that it takes hard work to get here and to stay on top. We are, we are bold predictors here. You know, the common thread on here is I keep saying that women's boxing is going to take over in the next five years, that it's going to be the top of the sport. All the major pay-per-views are going to be headlined by women. Where do you think about, what, what do you think about where boxing is at now? And where do you think it's going to be in the next five years? You know, women's boxing right now has definitely grown. I definitely see, you know, more women being recognized for who they are and what they're doing. And that's great. But we have a lot more work to do. And again, that comes down to the promoters, that comes down to, you know, the networks to wanting to put women's boxing on display. And I believe with the women that we have now, it's myself, um, Michaela, Clarissa, Katie, Amanda, you know, we are able to show the youth, again, this is for them being brought up, what we can do in, in setting that platform for them to come up. So it's steady growing. And, you know, with these big fights, that's how we, we continue to grow. Fabulous. Well, we just had Franchon on earlier, and um, I saw on her Twitter that, that she or you gave her some $20. <laughs> and I love the camaraderie, especially with Matchroom, because uh, there are a lot of women uh, that are signed to him or to sign to Matchroom. Now, we've asked Franchon what it's like, you know, she's a very well-decorated amateur, and a lot of people don't know that. What's something about that, what's something about you that people just don't know? Yeah, so, you know, my amateur career, I've had over 165 mm -hmm. amateur fights, so I think a lot of people don't know that, that I've been in the, the game for a very long time, and maybe that I don't even box, because they look at my looks first, and they're like, she boxes? Mm -hmm. Like, listen, there's two different people, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, just to shout out my girlfriend, Sean, she's my girl with Gemini twins. Um, but yeah, you know, there's just, there's a, there's a lot to know about me. And again, doing a podcast, being able to speak and people know my story. I think you, you're able to tell a little more and kind of get some more intel on who I am and who I am in and outside the ring. Have you ever, in your come up to boxing, everybody finds the path. Them. So what was the path to boxing for you? Did you do other, we listen to people talk about competing at other martial arts and other sports, but eventually they landed here. So how did you land here? 
Yeah, you know, my dad introduced wrestling to me. My cousin did it, my boy cousin. So that's where I started at five years old. So that built the confidence. That built, you know, I didn't look at gender at five years old. You know, I'm just like, I'm just wrestling, you know. And I beat a boy, cool, mm -hmm. right? So then boxing came along at eight years old. And so the the competition and the confidence that I have from wrestling was able to transition into boxing. Mm -hmm. And so just being a born athlete, God-given talent, you know, thank the Lord for my my talent. And it's, it's just my duty to use that. And um, here I am today just as a world champion. But that, that comes with just the patience and the hard work. And with starting boxing at a young age, I was able to grow and learn. Eight years old, going into yeah. the boxing gym. Right. What is the first day of eight years? If you as can a girl, as yeah. a girl, it's usually a boy. And they usually say, girl, you don't want to do this. Yeah, that's too brutal. Like, you don't right. want to be punched in the face. You know, my dad, you know, the first time I walked in, you know, the guys are doing push-ups. And the first thing my coach says, he's like, you're doing boy push-ups. I'm like, that's okay. I know how to do them. <laughs> right? Okay. So, you know, I didn't look at, you know, I'm just like, I'm competing against my male counterparts. And, you know, I can do everything they can do. And I just knew what hard work and what worth ethic was. You know, my dad instilled that what worth worth work ethic is and what that requires because if anything you want in life you have to work for it facts so the oh my god i'm like i'm so i'm so mesmerized by your muscles over here i'm trying stop, to tell you i can't stop looking at your bicep i want to do like the like the the slow zoom like into right? your arm because i'm looking at you now and i'm like god damn i need it and not eat no more i ever can you just flex? <laughs> God, wow. People, my dad used to do that when I was young. Like, Lacey, come here, flex for them one time. I'm like, <sighs> it is very, it's 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 sexy. I, I appreciate a woman's body. And a lot of people don't like very muscular arms. I, I'm a person about shoulders and back. Oh my gosh. I You know, I need to stop. Okay, so I'm looking at your Twitter right now. You are a Ford model. I am, yes. And what kind of modeling do you do? Like uh, glam? Because I think of Ramla Ali when I see her on Bazaar and she's doing Cartier, like things like that. Do you do stuff like that? Yeah. You know, I told them I'm open to doing anything. So whatever they call me and, and ask me to do, I do it because mm -hmm. I'm just I'm open. So. It's versatile. You look you yeah. look great because now it's all about strength in women and strength in women looks a lot of different ways. And right. you bring a very, very different look to strength in addition to being beautiful your body is beautiful when you think of, when when you're not fighting what is the your fitness routine because it's a huge part of your life what is daily maintenance because we see so many male fighters lose fights on the scale or spend so much of their time in camp trying to lose weight and that's clearly not an issue for you so what does your off fight training regimen look like yeah, you know, your typical boxing workout. So I'm always running, or I like to rollerblade. I think rollerblading That's is good so much mm -hmm. fun. Um, you know, definitely jump rope, push-ups, sit-ups. Abs are like my favorite thing to do. Says no one ever. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I'm always I'm always doing abs and, you know, just some, some good old strength conditioning, some squats, and, um, you know, just staying fit. You know, my body is a is an art piece. You can change it. You can build it, you can break it down, build it back up. And that's what I like. That's, I love I love that I can do that. Oh my goodness. Did you, at that age, I mean, was there anything else besides I'm gonna be a boxer? Was there anything else that you thought you wanted to be when you grow up? Yeah, I wanted to be an obstetrician. I wanted to deliver babies. Really? Ooh. I love babies. And so I'm like, I'm gonna go to school to be a doctor. I went to school for nursing for a little while. 
And um, at 17, I'm like, I don't know if this is for me. I think I belong in the gym. And I understood the sacrifice that was going to take and the attention. And with nursing, you need all the attention for your studies and stuff. So I made the decision right then to go back to boxing and make it a full-time um, job for me. And so, you yeah. know, we've we've spoken to a lot of females that um, unfortunately boxing can't be a full-time job because either you're a mother still or you have to have a part-time uh, gig because women don't make money in boxing. Mm -hmm. Fighter pay is a, is, is, is a huge issue. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, my thoughts are, you know, always vocal. I'm always vocal about that just because as women, we do the same exact thing as men. Mm -hmm. We step in that ring. We risk our lives. We are, you know, some are mothers, some are single. And, you know, I just believe that a woman should be able to secure herself. And as far as this sport goes, I want to secure myself in my bag knowing that I can take care of myself because I worked hard and I, you know, I stepped in the ring just like the man did. And so I'm like, why not? So I'm always very vocal about that. And I think that needs to be a really big um, turnaround and change because we're women. Like we are dope. You know, we can do it all. You can be a mother, you go to the mm -hmm. gym. You know, I think about some of the mothers who do box now, like, how are you making ends meet, yeah, you know? it's very tough, yeah. It's very tough. Uh, well, who was it? The Jamie, Jamie Mitchell, she's yes. a mother. And I said, your job is never done. Once you get out of the gym, you're still a mom. So it's continuous um, on the clock. You're 24-7 working in some, in some fashion. I noticed that's a common thread with a lot of women box because she too, she's like, I'm obsessed with being a mother. And I love kids. And literally every guest we've had have talked about the obsession they have with being a mother, raising kids, loving babies, loving kids, giving back. How do you, when you think about being a boxer and being that nurturing, you have to be a nurturing person to really love babies. How do you marry those two ideas in your head? Because you have this real violent sport where it's kill or be killed and then you turn it off and go home and then you be a nurturer. Right. I think it's a switch for me. You know, when I'm in the gym, I'm zoned in. I'm at my job. You know, I'm working. Um, but when I'm outside of that, I'm like the most sensitive, crybaby, like baby me, like person. Uh -huh. um, because, you know, boxing requires so much like, oh, you just got to put this face on and this mask. Like, don't mess with me. And, you know, especially being with a whole bunch of men and all that <laughs> testosterone in the gym. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. You, you got to find your balance. And mm -hmm. so I find my balance just when I go outside the ring and, um, you know, just be to myself and, you know, journal and mm -hmm. put my makeup on, put some clothes on, you know, feel my feminine side and just feel good about myself. You're a crybaby. What's the last thing that made you uh -huh. cry? The last thing that made me cry. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. I went to church. Okay. I needed a word from God that day. And, yes, I, I cried. I'm, I'm a crier. So... I was able to get a word that day that fed what I needed to be fed. And yeah, that was the last time I cried. Okay. So I'm looking because Eddie Hearn is your promoter. And he did tweet out yesterday. So you guys were going back and forth about there was an offer put out three times. Michaela, uh, Michaela said that. And then you responded with your beautiful, lovely, colorful world <laughs> words in capital letters. We love caps. Oh, yeah, we do. Cap, cap, and he responded, we've never had one offer ready to make the fight. Who's lying here? Who Was there a fight offer? Come on, girl. Run it for Alicia. Me. Listen, let me tell you, I am at the front line of my career. I am in the talks with Eddie, my promoter, 
you know, my manager and I know what goes on. So I don't know if mayor's in the same position, but I know what's said and I, and I know what goes on. So, so there was no fight ever offered from top rank or Michaela's team as far as the, what she listed. Yeah. 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 No, there was a fight. There was a okay. fight. There was three times. Okay. And what she listed, which was, was correct. Um, the first time, yes, we were offered the fight. I said, absolutely. My trainer was like, you know what? You still need to get surgery on your ACL. Do you think this is a great idea? I said, I could beat Michaela on a bum knee. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just me because I'm confident I, knew who I, I know who I am. But being smart, now me knowing who I am, knowing that I will be a world champion, is this smart business-wise, right? Mm -hmm. So I had to make a decision. I wanted to take the fight. My trainer's like, I want to take it. Let's get the surgery. It was around COVID time. And another reason why I didn't take that fight is because it was disrespectful to give me a three week notice. Oh, That's a, let, let's put okay. that out there too. Okay. You know, as, as a world champion, like you say, you are giving me a three week notice is a slap in my face because I know who I am and I know the pedigree of a fighter that I am. So that was a no and the surgery. So boom, okay. got that first one out the way. The second time, um, and, and along with that, the first time my trainer passed mm -hmm. from COVID so all these things were happening, but you know, as a fighter and your your fighter's pride, you want to take a fight, but we had to be realistic, you know? And so, yeah, the first fight was a no-go. Second fight came around to fight. I said, absolutely, I'm taking it. Got, you know, had the surgery already at that time. They said that the Nevada commission didn't approve, which is funny because they approved um, her last opponent. She approved her and she was coming off two losses and not in like, I think like a year and a half layoff and she had fought um, McCaskill. So I'm like, what's the difference? That, that doesn't add up to me why they would approve her and not me. Cool. So that that's on you. So don't, don't say that I didn't want to take the fight. Cause that fight where we approved, I got emails and everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she got receipts. I got receipts. <laughs> okay. And, and then the third time, obviously, you know, I won the world title. I have a say, I have authority on what's next. And guess what? Eddie Hearn has Choi. So why wouldn't I fight her next? You know what I'm saying? You know, Michaela did say, I guess maybe business-wise, it does make sense that you possibly, she says you're going to probably beat Choi, and then you then the that's the real fight. So business-wise, she's like, I believe it makes sense. But I guess, you know, it's a grudge match with you two. I mean, may as well just fight. But Choi, and it's kind of weird that Choi hasn't fought in three years. I know. What, uh, what has Eddie said about that? I mean, it's... You know, you know, if anything, if you understand the boxing business, which I which I do and I've been able to to see how it works, there's a lot that goes behind it. It's a lot of negotiating, you know, as champions, you want to get paid what you want to get paid. You don't know if that's going to be your last fight. Yeah. Um, and so I understand it. But again, this boxing game is patience. I had to wait so long to even get a shot, let alone get paid what I needed to get paid. Cause you came out of nowhere, like out of nowhere. I, no one heard about you. And then all of a sudden you go to the UK, you beat her. And then we're like, who's this bomb gardener looking? I all, was following. Like, I was following on the ones that know, no. And that, and that's another thing. I've been the underdog. I haven't been able to get the platform. I haven't been able to get the exposure, but I knew if I worked hard and I stayed in the gym that I was going to get my time and baby, I was that monkey wrench to the 130 division. I said in an interview prior to even fighting, I said, I will be the monkey wrench thrown in the division that's going to mess all that little Tyrion Mayer fight that's going to happen. Because guess what? 
because I think Mayor was fighting before and then Terry fought. They're like, oh, you know, let's make this fight with Terry and uh, Mayor. I'm like, y'all don't know AB about to come through <laughs> next week. <laughs> and and that's exactly what I did. And you can, you know. Talk your shit, champ. Listen, oh, let's that, go. That, that performance was everything. You can't sleep on me. You know, they were saying, oh, she can't box. Um, she ain't got that much power. Dog, like, look at the fight. That was a fourth-round knockout to Terry, like, to Terry for a champion that was, you know, climbing up in the ranks. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I proved everybody wrong. Everybody. I shut their mouths up. And that's the best feeling to do when you're in this game. Cause you do it in the ring. You do it in the ring. Your yeah. hands do the talking. And I'm a pedigree fighter. I've been in this sport for 20 years. So put some respect on my name. Understand who I am. Um, I don't fight like a girl. I fight like a nigga. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> Talk it, champ. That, you that's can say it. it. That, that's just this what it is. a grown folks show. Yeah. You can say whatever you no, like. No, that's just what it is. You know, when I spar men for a living, yeah. you know, and I'm sure a lot of women do. But when you see a fighter, you, you know, you just got these eyes, right? These boxer eyes to see how a fighter is moving in the ring. When when I step in the ring, you think it's a guy. And I'm cool. That's a that's a that's a, that's a compliment, compliment to me. Mm -hmm. That's a compliment, you know. And and because of my male counterparts, they get me ready. They keep me sharp. They keep me on my toes. So when it comes to fighting a woman, man, I spar guys all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just like, let's go. I'm I'm, I'm ready to hurt you. Mm -hmm. You know, I see. We see you, or I don't know. We've seen you on Dazone before the bell. Like you're in the commentating gig, the microphone, and I like you on the mic. I really, really like you on the mic. You break it down. Um, even, you know, like we said about Michaela and Franchon, like you guys do a really good job at it because obviously you guys are fighters, but you're also very pleasing to the eye. I know that all the men, I'm like, damn, her body. And I'm like, God, it's it's your beauty and brains. That's what I like about you. And bronze, <laughs> beauty, brain, bronze. Beauty and the beast. beast. Yeah, there beauty you go. Yeah. So how do you like being a commentator? Would you think you can step into that role once uh, boxing is all said and done in the ring? Yeah, I love it. I think, again, I'm very versatile. I like to stay busy. I, You know, I'm building my brand. You know, I'm building who, you know, Alicia Bumgarner is in and outside the ring. I'm not just a fighter, but I can do it all. Mm -hmm. And I think um, we need more of that. Women need to be able to speak on fights because we're very intelligent. We Absolutely. know what we're talking mm -hmm. about. We understand the game, right? And I think that that gives the best... Um, you know, advice to anyone who's watching boxing or who wants to know who's a new beginner watching boxing. Like, what are they saying? Yeah. You know, so. So Alicia, the commentator, watches back Alicia's fight and watches the fight against Harper. If you were calling that fight and the sequence that led to that knockout, how would you call it as the announcer watching the fight? We have a very confident American um, girl coming overseas to fight Terry Harper She's very confident. If you've seen her weigh in, you would know that she's all about business. Mm -hmm. And just look at her arms. Look at her legs. Look at that jab. Look at. Did you see that jab? How fast that jab was? <laughs> she's snapping that jab. She's having fun in there. Um, and yeah, the knockout is definitely coming. Is that that was a that was a patient knockout? Listen, I knew Terry was coming. She was gonna come, come, come. But when I tell you that, I shocked myself. Like, I just get chills about that. I know I have power, right? But when you box, you don't have to hit hard. It's it's the timing that sets up that punch. It's timing that beats Boy, speed, listen, everything. She, she walked right into that right hand. I said, damn. That power, like, just I honestly believe you took something out of her. I mean, she moved up in weight, but... Whew. 
And I'm glad that she was able to come back in her next fight and uh, be victorious. But after that knockout, it was it was scary. No, it was. And then, you know, credit to the, the referee for stepping yes. in and doing his job as yeah. he should have. And again, thank you to Terry. You know, Terry's been taking um, really tough fights. You know, she fought Natasha Jonas. Um, you know, she's a champion of chances. So she took a chance to fight me, and I appreciate that chance. Um, but I was also on, uh, I was also on Eddie's head in his DMs. Like, listen, give me a shot. I need a shot. I won't disappoint you. I'm like back to back to back for a whole year. Like, just give me a you shot. You wasn't even just in the DMs doing that. I remember you used to do it actively on a timeline on Instagram. Like, look. Put me in the game, coach. I want to go. So what was the day? What? How did the call come in? What did he say to you? Did he hit you in the DMs? Like, okay, call my office. Like, how did it all come together? Yeah, you know, again, like I said, I was messaging him for a good year. I'm just like, put me in there. Just give me a shot. I won't prove you wrong. I just seen an opportunity. And um, Terry was getting ready to defend her titles. And I know they had a few other girls in mind, right? And they declined. And, you know, we're... I got the phone call like, hey, we got an offer. Yes, we're taking it. <laughs> My trainer was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, bro, we have to take this fight. He's like, you know what, AB? I'm going to I'm gonna take a step of faith. In that, in that situation, because um, obviously you money didn't matter. It money was just didn't matter. like you, you would just fight. I didn't get fight. paid what I should have got paid for that fight. But guess what? I said the money going to come. It, yeah. It's time to show out. It's time to show who you are and, and take that chance. And so this is what I've been training for. And. I said, absolutely, we taking it. My coach is like, bet, um, I, I got faith in you. We're just going to take it. And, and and with that fight, that was a late notice fight too. But I stayed in the gym, though, because I knew something was going to come up. And that's a great thing. You stayed in the gym. You stayed gym ready. What was that conversation like now with Eddie <laughs> Once for that bag? <laughs> Listen, um, after the fight, you know, we I, met, I see him in the lobby. I actually flew out um, to New Hampshire, I think. And we had coffee. The next morning, like we had coffee and, you know, we're talking about he's like, man, that was excellent. He's like, you know, obviously we want you on the team. Uh, I was like, OK, I want this, this, this and this. He's like, check, check, check. And awesome. Did you go, damn, I should ask for more. Listen, always. <laughs> <laughs> you may always. as well shoot high and just it, whatever sticks. Hey, we always say earn with her. Hello. Oh, I like that. No, that's uh, uh, Fi actually slogan, uh, gave him that name, and I've been using it earn in all my interviews. Yeah, I'd just be like, earn with her, and cha-ching. 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 Why do you think he's got it figured out? You know, there's yeah. these promoters that have been around forever, forever, and women didn't just start boxing last week, but he <laughs> is really him. And then now behind him, um, Jake Paul is uh, putting his toe into mm -hmm. the ring and putting women out there. What do they have figured out that these other promoters just haven't figured out? I believe that he knows that women are just as good. If we give them a chance, they're gonna they're gonna show us. We are into, we're athletes in the sport of boxing. We're all athletes. Let's take gender out of it, right? Let's give let's give this woman a chance. And that's what he did for me. And now look, we have two women fighting at the Madison Square Garden. Amazing. Like that's amazing. And it's getting so much buzz that you can't deny it. You can't not talk about women's boxing yeah. when it comes to Eddie Hearn, when it comes to, you know, the the women that are, you know, fighting for those main event, co-main event cards. So I think it's it's amazing. And I think he understands the magnitude. Like you said, boxing is going to be grown 
in 10 years, but women's boxing, it's going to be huge. It is. Uh, he's huge. putting two undisputed uh, cards on there. Uh, Franchon's also. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, her too. I'm That's like, like never, awesome. it ha that has never ever happened in the sport, in the history of boxing for two women cards like and that's that. why you know it's it's a it's a history fight because eddie hearn made that happen yeah and so he took the chance with women that's why i knew um before i signed with anybody I'm like, i gotta be with eddie hearn he supports women he represents women i, I want to be with a promoter who sees the same vision i do so he's out there making uh, women are making undisputed champions yeah. faster than the men yeah the women That's getting true. into the business. Is it a different pressure for women to make these undisputed fights? I mean, because I feel like when women participate in the fight, if the fight is not explosive, then it's, oh, my God, why they put these women yeah. on this card? This is so boring. Yeah, because they don't produce knockouts. And we've or... <laughs> seen many, 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 mm -hmm. many, many, many boring men's fights. Oh, my and God. And it keeps going and go. We've seen some recently snooze fest and then yeah so is it a pressure to you have an explosive style so mm -hmm. that's automatically part of of your style when you fight but is it that extra pressure to perform that way every time you go out i would say yes i think a lot of women feel pressure just to be um at the top of their careers in any any given um career it could be a doctor it could be a podcast it could be anything you know we want to be able to be confident and stand on our own two feet doing what we do best so there is a little pressure i think it comes from just knowing what we want for ourselves um but you know when we in there we're going to perform and do we're doing this for us at the end of the day so yeah there's a little pressure but it just depends on how you use that pressure and how how balanced you can be with that Mm -hmm. You're so cool, Alicia. Uh, for real. Oh my gosh. I mean, I like your fire tweets. <laughs> I really love them. It's I'm real. sitting here. Tweeting like, can be retweet, like, retweet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, tweeting uh, could definitely be misleading. That's why it's nice for people to hear my voice, be able to hear what I have to say, because you can really judge a lot of, off of just social media. And that's one thing that I want people to understand is, you know, there's somebody behind a screen, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, so very personable. You know, able to talk to anybody, give advice, anything that I can do to make some somebody happy, put a smile on their face, I'm all for it. What's something that you've seen out there said or written about you where you want to tell the people, tell the people, that is not true. Stop saying that. It's not right. Are there any narratives, any things out there that are being said about you that you just want to, you know, squash it right now? It's not true. Yeah, that I didn't want to take the fight with Mayor. I will beat Mayor's ass, like dog walker like i said i would i would do that and for for like it's simple it's simple people are like oh you know you know fans they don't really know how the boxing business works oh just fight her you know, like just accept the fight if it was that easy i would have been fought her in the backyard you feel me and that's just how i feel like i'm not scared of anybody i'm not threatened by anybody i'm my biggest competition yeah and i know what i can do michaela has an amateur style i seen this girl in the amateurs and funny story i wanted to fight her at a at a national tournament in California, I'm like, bet I get to fight Mikaela. I'm about to beat this bitch ass, right? And I'm like, yes. And it was supposed to be a qualifier for the Olympics. And I'm like, awesome. It was, I think it was at 132. They changed it right at the last minute. I'm like, damn. So it wasn't a qualifier anymore. So she moved up to 41. So I never got my chance to beat her mm -hmm. in the amateur. So I'm like, bet when now then I found out she was turning pro. I'm like, even better. No headgear, smaller gloves, and woof. And Vonda Ward type style, like that's what I'm on. Oh, I love she it. She is. <laughs>
so okay so man Ann wolf i love i know we every once Ann wolf it, it, yeah for real it's about time for that clip to start circulating for her mm-hmm. again that uh usually comes out where she was fighting the taller opponent yep 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 what fighters do you enjoy watching when you when or do you even watch some fighters are like uh when i'm off the clock i don't even watch i don't pay attention do you like to watch it and who do you like to watch past or present um i love watching boxing i think it puts me in my element um you know it just tells me you know that's what I do and how it can become better. I always love um, watching Mike Tyson. I think when I want to get some like some built up anger in me or something, I'll watch Mike Tyson knockouts just because I'm like, oh, he's such a dog. Like that's how I want to be in the ring. And then, you know, you watch Floyd, who's just so clean with his defenses and, and just how he moves in the ring. Canelo, just how he had a loss, one loss against Mayweather. Now look at him. Mm-hmm. He's the king of, you know, boxing, and I salute him just because, you know, he had the loss against Mayweather, and he's he's running his show. He is running his career. Mm-hmm. He's saying when he want to fight, who he want to fight, how much he's getting. And I think, you know, when you're able to have that um, that torch in this sport of boxing, that's amazing because you're able to you're able to do that. You're able to have control. Um, but yeah, I love I love watching boxing. You know, I I'm able to you know as a commentator, you know I I take notes. I'm like, oh, he could be doing this or he should, he should do this. So you know, it gives me good practice as well. Yeah. Well, there's a the segment that we do. I ask. Well, we ask all the fighters, and in this case, I'm going to ask you in your division. I'm going to name a name. One word about them, just off the cuff. Don't even think. Michaela Mayer. Tall. Delphine Pursun. Awkward. Alicia. Oh, excuse me. Alicia Baumgartner. Bomb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hamadouch. Come forward. Choi. Where's she been at? Terry Harper. Strong. Strong. And then since your thing was very, very short, I'm going to just kind of go into the pound for pound. Katie Taylor. Making history. One word. Oh, shit. Right. Y'all um, don't pay attention. Don't follow one word. One word. Uh, what did Michaela say about her? Unproven. Unproven. She Unproven. said that about you. That's nice. Your supporters on Twitter were not a fan of that. You know, actually, you know what? Before I want to go back to the pound for pound list, the tw- the Twitter sphere were just got you have some strong supporters mm-hmm. some of them were getting mad at us and we were like we we, we just, just put out the interview <laughs> we just put out the interview we don't have a dog in the nope. race we just support women's boxing we want women to tell their stories from their own mouths without any narrative without anything like that when you look at your supporters on twitter what what, what do you like what do you like what you're seeing out there because they are a passionate group they are i think i have a really um a strong group of supporters. I think a lot of people support me. I see some of the some of the haters in there, but um, I just I'll respond if I got the time. We got to come up with a name from like maybe like bomb bombs or bomb. something like bomb. <laughs> I like my, my bombs. bomb drops bombs. Okay, okay. So uh, let's go back. Clarissa Shields, strong. Jessica McCaskill, strong. Amanda Serrano, Southpaw. Chantel Cameron accent accent yeah Sinicia Estrada fast Cecilia Breakus. Mm. 
don't know about that one. Savannah Marshall. Strong. There's there's some good fights that could be made out there. Savannah, Clarissa, we got Katie Amanda, we got Franchon and her fight coming. What what fight are you looking forward to watching as yeah. a fan? As a fan, I'm obviously looking forward to the Katie Taylor and Amanda fight. I think that's huge. Um, obviously Clarissa and Savannah. Wait, before you go, who you, I, we know that you're going to be at that fight April 30th. Who do you have in that fight? Amanda or uh, Amanda Serrano, uh, Katie Taylor or Amanda? And how does that end? So I haven't picked a winner. I just know what my thoughts are. If it goes the distance, I believe um, Katie Taylor. If it goes to knockout, I would say Amanda. Okay. I feel like Amanda has, you know, enough power. But Katie is very seasoned in the ring, just as much as Amanda is. But she uses the ring um, generalship really well. And so she can get her shots off and keep moving. She's going to do that. You think it could end in a draw? I don't want it to. I don't. You know know what? what? Boxing gods don't listen to me. They just gave me this feeling like, you know what? It could because guess what? How rematch. about rematch? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Make fights. Uh, okay. And that we talked about, uh, you just said Clarissa and Savannah. That's a real grudge match. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savannah just knocked out Femke Hermans and Clarissa has gone the distance with Femke. Right. Can, with that fight, can Savannah knock out Clarissa? Absolutely. Anybody can be knocked out. We know this. Yeah. In boxing. I believe that their styles are obviously two different styles. Um, it really depends who comes to that fight with the best game plan. What other fights are you looking forward to besides those two? Um, I'm definitely looking forward to Spence and Ugas. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. break that down for us because a lot of people are, a lot of people have Ugas. They they believe he can pull it off just like he did against Manny, but Spence is a little different than Manny. Mm-hmm. He is. I guess I just um, relate to Ugas's story in regards to kind of how he was the underdog you know, him fighting Pacquiao, winning. And just like, you know, if you know anything about him and just how he was, you know, just given a chance, lost, was it given a yeah. chance, you know? Those fighters, like, that reminds me of myself. But again, you see Spence, who went through what he went through in his car accident, was able to come back, fight Thurman, mm-hmm. and, you know, have an awesome performance. So I guess it just really comes down to... um who, who wants it the most? Because they're both fighting for a position that says a lot yeah. in that fight. Now that you say, I do see that that comparison with, with, with you and Ugas, because he spent a lot of time trying to get his mandatory fights, people sidestepping him and him not getting opportunity, and then it all culminated almost just by accident, for lack of a better word. And then look at him fighting Pacquiao, like, that man made a good payday that day. You know, know what I'm saying? That's right. My goodness. And on your record, like, on your resume, to say that you fought Pacquiao and, and one, yeah. Come on, like that's and awesome. and he retired. It was it was his retirement fight. Yeah, but credit to Ugas for stepping up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it made me sad. It was my very. It was so sad for my people, but I loved it. It was a good fight. What what does the champ do when the champ's not training? What are, what are what are some fun things that you like to do? So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I do an all women's bag class um, for all my ladies. We um, are in a hot room. So the heat is on. It's like 90 degrees. It's 30 minutes. We got loud music playing. Um, and they get a good workout in. They sweating, losing weight. You know, and it's just empowerment to to build, um, to give, you know, confidence to other women. And 
I love it. That's one thing I, I do outside of okay. the gym is my bad class with my women. Obviously, I love going out to eat. I love eating. It's like my love language. Do you, Are you a vegan? Or you, do you have any restrictions? Because a lot of people, they'll say, I'm a whatever, a pescatarian, everything. Do you eat everything? Um, for the most part, yes. I don't eat a lot of meat. Um, I'm definitely going to eat some lamb chops, you know, from the strip club. They have the best food. <laughs> <laughs> Which swear. strip club do you do you frequent at? Um, Pantheons in Detroit has amazing lamb chops. Uh-huh. So I'm all for lamb chops. You about um, to have these men showing up in Pantheons every week. Like, um, I heard it was some lamb chops up in here. Listen. And the champ, too. Well, you are food. here in Vegas. There's a new strip club that just opened called Pepper Pepper Rhino. Like Spearmint Rhino, it's brand new. It just opened. So you could frequent there and t- tell me how the food is. Right. Okay. The food at Spearmint Rhino is good here. The breakfast sandwiches are bomb. The food are they? there is so good. Um, it's good. It keeps you like it's good. back, right? Yeah. Okay, um, so we in, yeah. we in the club. We in the club. <laughs> are you making it rain in the club? Oh, yeah. You one of those girls. Um, we can definitely make it rain. Oh. We, got, we need to get those guns. <laughs> <laughs> What are we going? What are we going? Oh, we can go go tonight. (laughs) Well, I don't know. We got to see about the baby. We we going. I'll go. The next time you come back to Vegas. Yeah, we're going to put that on our bucket list. I'm like, can we do a show? That would be We should do a traveling show. We could do it like a vlog. That would be hella fun. 10 things that Alicia loves to do in Vegas. Starting at the show. I love it. We could definitely go skydiving. Ooh. I would, you know what? I would That's love her. to do that. <laughs> She's like, I'll that watch so you from liberating. down there. Is during, it really? Yes, very. During COVID, you know, COVID was like a weird time for everybody, right? And um, I went skydiving during that time. And it was just so liberating jumping out of a plane. I'm like, listen, if this is my last <laughs> day here on earth, I'm okay with that. And it was very liberating. Did you film it? I did. Do you, can we watch it? Do you have it like a, do you have a YouTube channel or anything where we can watch it? I don't have a YouTube channel, but um, I should post it though. Yeah. You should. People it. will watch it. Heck yeah. Because people are always curious of, you know, what you do besides outside of the gym. I know. And I looking, that. I see all your selfies. Like I said, show it. You got it. Show it. And um, what are the things that men, you know, I know you get creeps on Twitter and I, I people were asked, do you have a boyfriend? You don't have to answer. You really don't. That's that's too personal. But um, what do you say when you get? I mean, I I, w- I wish we can do one of those segments of those where, like, where we like cr- go through the phone and you yeah. see like all the crazy DMs. Yeah. Well, you know how much time you have because we do after dark. Oh, we episodes. got. Oh, we have an we after dark oh, show. Okay, well we're gonna put a pin in that, and when we finish the main show, we'll do the after dark. Oh, that's yeah, when yeah, we, spicy. we can do that. That'd oh, I see. You're my kind of girl. <laughs> We're about to really get to the business then. No, that'd be fine. No, you know, obviously guys are always going to shoot their shot in the DMs, but some of them be just making me laugh. They be <laughs> making me laugh. I'm like, listen, next. I don't even, I just scroll through it. I don't even reply because some of them would just be. This is the one, like I, I tweeted it before, telling me that you want to spar me is not a <laughs> I will beat your ass. <laughs> Those are like fighting words. It's their foreplay. To get, I guess like, foreplay to them. No, we gotta we gotta come better because that's just not it. Oh. Or you or this one I don't really get. When guys say, "Oh, you can hit me, you can knock me out," I'm like, "Why they, would you want to?" That's crazy, weird. Girl. I had somebody tell me once they wanted to chew my glasses. It's like what the shit? It's some weird. It's some weird shit out there. Yeah, yeah they they, they want to get punched. <laughs> 
that could be an episode of the man. Oh my god! You know what we gonna talk off? You know we there are there is a fetish for everything. Yeah, I'm sure. there is. I'm sure. Has anyone I'm ever sure. come up about your toes or anything? I don't when know if I you've see... ever posted your toes. I mean, that's a weird question, though. <laughs> but there is a there is a big community no, no, of that. No, someone actually know? zoomed in on my picture. It was like, oh, my gosh, look at her toes. I'm like, boy, <laughs> why they give that option on Instagram? <laughs> zoom in. But you Facebook. can't get an edit button. <laughs> right. Elon or, Musk, <laughs> he now is part Twitter. He was, he's on the board. We want an edit button and stop zooming in on our stuff. And that one we have to subscribe to every single month. Mm-hmm. Twitter blue. I ain't paying for that shit. Listen, I seen that. I'm like, super follow. What is that? Next. I'm I'm bomb. <laughs> I don't need that. I just need an edit button. What is a super follow? I don't it know. It just like enhances your, your profile? I don't know. I think they get like special emojis or some bullshit like that. Don't nobody want that. I don't know. It's too much going on in social media. I can do the bare minimal for like social media. I'm, I'm on that. It's a job. Yes. Legit, it's a job. And I try to be better because, you know, a lot of fans and, you know, supporters want to know what's going on. So I'm doing my best. I'm trying. I'm doing. Um, so how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I am 27. I'll be. Oh, my lady. You are so young, girl. I love it. When's your birthday? May. Baby. May what? 24th. Oh, I'm May 14th. Yeah. Yay. 28. I feel like this is going to be a special birthday. Like, I don't know. Something about 28 just sounds really good to me. And just stepping into my womanhood just more and more. I love it. And I just love seeing the growth and just continue being a better person each and every day. Like, I, I look forward to that. Like, and I, you know, I journal as well. Okay. And so, like, I go back and I'm like, wow, at that time I was going through it. At that time I was so good. So I just love seeing the growth. I mean, you just talked about journaling and then you talked about you go to church. Do you meditate? Do you do any kind of spiritual things that calm your mind or um, because of all the noise that goes on? Yeah, I feel like it's very, very loud sometimes. And for me to get away, um, just to be in my own space, I'm, I'm definitely going to journal. I like to write. So... I write poems. I, you know, write um, just what's on my mind sometimes. And again, going to church, just being in the the house of the Lord and just getting that, just feeding my spirit, man. Because, you know, mind, body, and soul. And to have um, the mentality, a strong mentality in the ring, you got to have the outside the ring. Mm -hmm. And so um, I always work on that. Wow. See, lessons learned, sage, because, you know, we see a lot of fighters go through it. Yeah. And yeah. have uh, mental and emotional journeys, and you know maybe that's the route. And, and, and that's what we have because your about. journey is lo- is is very. Um, it's you're by yourself. Yeah. It's a lonely sport. It's very lonely, and you know just one being a woman, a woman of color, being around men all the time, being in this sport, it's a lot of work. And I've got to sit down sometimes, and be like, Ab, you're doing everything right. It's okay, like just chill. And I'm just, you know, I'm. I don't want to say I'm a perfectionist, but I am. So I'm, I'm particular about certain things. And like, I really put a lot of pressure on myself. And sometimes I just need to take a deep breath and just say, you're doing the best you can. Everything is, you know, working together in your favor. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. But I have to tell myself that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, you look you look back, and you just keep moving, 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 moving. Where, where's the break? Yeah. And so mental illness, um, mental uh Mental health is huge. We should really be speaking on that more and more. You know, my grandma, you know, was diagnosed with mental illness. And so not having like my grandma and like would you you would say her being regular, it was difficult, you know, to be able to um, connect with her. But it, when I when I got to that was like the best times, mm. you know, 
So, you know, she's my Asian roots. So, like, just to be connected with her, that was everything. Do you speak any Korean? I wish. I wish I did. Do you know anything about your heritage on that side? I do. I know about the the food. My grandma was a cook. <laughs> Anytime um, my grandma cooked, you know what cooking does for the soul. Yeah. Um, that was, like, my comfort food. So just being able to eat Korean food and kimchi and just, like, all those good, tasty um, food, it just reminds me of my grandma and just the heritage of, you know, where I come from. And just my grandma was a strong-willed woman. Like, she would walk four miles to go to the store. Like, don't ask her for no ride. She's walking. Yeah. You know, and I think I get some of that strength from her. And it's just amazing. You cook any Korean food? or I do. I love to cook. That's okay. one thing maybe some people don't know. I love to cook. I can cook anything and everything. Really? I will cook you a dinner. Would you want breakfast, lunch, dinner? That's dessert. our next show besides taking her out to the strip club. I want to cook with her. We should mm -hmm. cook with her. Bomb-ass cook. That's what we there call There you go. I like that. Bomb-ass cook. Bomb-ass cook. We can do, I make some fire-ass ramen noodles. Ooh, I'm off. I'm okay. So when we move, we're gonna go to our new spot eventually, mm -hmm. and it'll have a space for us to do that. So yeah, we're gonna episode one of bomb ass cooking. Yeah, I like that. You're like gonna that. really hate me because I don't eat a lot of Asian food. I mean, I'll eat like Filipino because I can cook it, or Japanese, and some Korean. But everyone's like ramen. I go, I'm a top ramen girl. I I hate to say it, those little 25 cent packs, soy sauce. Shout out, you can totally sponsor us because I love it. <laughs> But when I try to go to ramen spots, uh, I, I was at David Chang's in New York. Like, that's a very well-known spot. I'm like, that's a lot of ramen. I can't eat it all. But oh, yeah. I, I, I'm simple. Let's just, just... Do you put all the, the duck egg or I don't even know what's in it. It's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know, you can just make it how you make it. But um, I'm down to cook whatever. Really? Oh, girl, you really about to have the creeps up in your DM. Right <laughs> I know. They're like, and she can cook? Oh, shit. Okay, you know, make cook. me dinner and she punch me out. She can clean. <laughs> she can do it all. Uh, you I check all the boxes. They're like, okay? can we wife her up already? <laughs> okay. So I'm married to the game. Please forward does all that, of your proposals to does that, uh, the women's show. Do you we'll see that? Do you foresee that? Would you like kids? I mean, you love kids, but do you think you would want some kids? Yeah, absolutely. I want to see a mini me. I want to see a, just a mini me. I want to see if she's going to have muscles like I did when I was five years old. Big curly hair. Uh -huh. You know, I just want to see a mini me. And I think um, that that love that you have for a child, you know, you, yeah. you know what that love is. I don't know, but I see it when, um, you know, my brother is a is a dad and um, I have four sisters. I have oh. three sisters and a brother. So I have a really big family. And um, none of my sisters have kids yet, but my brother has. So I've just been able to give uh, my nephews all their love. I'm like, I can't wait to do that one day. Oh, it's 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 tiring, but it's uh, there's something about it. You know, it's weird. I, I remember my girlfriend said, I don't know what it's like to have kids because I only she only has dogs, and I I never thought I would have a baby. I'm for I'll be 43, so having a baby very late. And I'm thinking, honestly, I've had my dog that passed away 15 and a half years. I love my dog or loved my dog as much as I love my son because they're they're similar. I mean, everyone's like, how do you do that to a dog? I go, because he I treated him like he was my son. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you have any animals, but Child I literally I had a Yorkie. So this is like a sad <gasps> oh. story, right? Went to um, where did it go? I went to California, came back. I was so excited to see my Yorkie. Her name was Chloe. And I took her out and she always just goes out and comes right back in. She was like an odor dog. So she was like trained really well. 
And so I'm like, I'm calling her. I'm like, Chloe, you know, come inside. Long story short, my baby got eaten. Not eaten, <gasps> but she got killed by a coyote. Oh, yeah. California is so bad for that. I'm like, oh. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, where's Chloe? So like I have, I live like in a woodsy area. And so I ended up going down the hill and there was my baby laying there. Oh, don't oh my tell God. me that. That makes Are me you cry. Serious? Oh my gosh, I was losing my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Chloe. And I just feel so bad about it now to this day. And I'm just like, I try to just wipe it out of my head. But I'm like, it's not your fault. But I'm just like, but still, she yeah. was, did she suffer uh, her little? Yeah. She was so little, you know, but. I do have a question. Since you are here in Vegas, are you going to go maybe watch Michaela Mayer's fight? Some oh, that is Saturday. April 9th, right? Where That's, is that? This Saturday, Orange this, County. In two days, Orange County. Orange County. Is it's an that hour what flight. Drive? Oh, um, and, 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 and uh, like uh, Anaheim, down to four hundred five. Yeah, I'll probably watch it online. Um, but I'm here to support uh, Tony Harrison and his fight Saturday on the PBC card. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll watch it online or get a clip of it. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how she does. Hmm. <laughs> yes, indeed. Period. <laughs> well, that is a good, that is a great segue, champ. So uh -huh. every show we have a segment called Talk Your Shit, and your camera is here. Talk Your Shit. Uh -huh. So you got 30 seconds uninterrupted to fighters, fans, whoever the world that be. Alicia Baumgarten, Talk Your Shit. So obviously, as y'all know, I am the bomb, Alicia Bumgardner. I am the world champion at 130, top dog. You know what time it is. You know what I'm about. And just understand when I'm coming, I'm coming hard. And um, it's bomb time, baby. Period. Period. She's putting all the ladies on blast. Let them know. Let them know. You listen, got know. listen. Oh, and 130 to 140, baby. And maybe 47 if I'm oh. know, up there. Oh, Say less, like no legit, like one thirty to one forty. I was I gonna ask you, um, would you do weight classes if you're not gonna be able to get? I mean, obviously you have two fights that you're mandatory and Choi and hopefully Michaela. But if let's just say that fight doesn't pan out for some reason, would you move up in weight? Because Michaela said she called out the Serrano winner of Serrano and Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, one thirty to one forty. Um, I don't think none of them women are, you know, on my level. I just know what I can possess. I know who I am as an athlete. You know, I'm competitive. And if anything, let's make a fight, you know? And, um, yeah, absolutely, I would move up. Is Natasha Jonas one, uh, 147 of welterweight? I know she moved up in weight. Mm -hmm. Or yeah, she she's super. I think she just went up there to get grab that title one time for the one yeah. time. But mm -hmm. she not really no 147. Power. Yeah, I mean, that's a fight that could be easily made. You guys are all under the same banner. Mm -hmm. She's actually with Sky Sports. Oh, she's – oh, that's a – Promotions, Sky Sports? Boxer. Oh, Boxer. That's right. Boxer. boxer. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, that could be easily made over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over there. Look over there. Yeah. Patrick, I think it's funny that you're fighting always over there. Like, obviously, yeah, you're fighting so we'll, in other people's we, backyards. Just, you know, we will have our U.S. debut, um, which most likely will be in June. Okay. Not knowing where that is. You know, maybe California, usually Vegas, New York. Um, but my uh, U.S. debut is coming very shortly. Oh, I can't wait to see who against Ooh. who. And you guys have been teasing this week that you're going to drop some news. Probably by the time this airs next week, you may have said your or Will you have said your name? We're not going to say what the news is, but, you know, some big news coming. Some big news coming. Just know that um, stay tuned and be in tuned um, next week. Um, I'm looking at Monday when we're dropping um this special announcement and this is this is clearly um 
for everybody, for the fans to really just be ready to see something. All right. All right. I know. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm always down to be on a podcast and speak and talk and answer questions. Mm -hmm. The door is always special with these two beautiful women. Oh, Best women's thank boxing queen. show. Thank you, queen. Uh, thank you. And you know, like like we said, it, even though our title says women's boxing show, best women's boxing show, we do talk about men's boxing. I mean, it's not just privy to women, but we also want to give you a platform because you got you got something to say. Damn right. We have something to say. Absolutely. And when you have the chance, be vocal. Say what's on your mind and say it. That's how, that's what I believe. And I think that's what a lot of people are lacking is that they don't say it. They'll Maybe they'll just text or tweet it and people. And it comes Listen, off I'd very talk, wrong. I rather I rather talk um, than text, tweet. It's very misleading, and it doesn't really give the authentic um, what you're really trying to say. Um, so yeah, I agree. All right, Alicia, thank you so much, and we thank can't you. wait to hear the news uh, and just just gracing us with your fabulous self over here. Thank you. I gotta Always. go hit the gym now. <laughs> Girl, I'm, I'm over here doing some calf raises underneath the table. Listen, like, that's all you need, some calf raises. Calf raises, uh-huh, right? <laughs> okay, right. Alicia, well, you guys tune in. Um, I don't know the news that she's going to be dropping, but she's going to be dropping something. Uh, and just check out her feed. Check out of her check out her colorful tweets because she's got always something to say. Check it all out. Check it all out. Uh, thank you, Alicia, for joining us. Thank you. All right, uh, Deandra, this was a great little fun episode once I know. again. We got the champ in the building. Right. We got to set the record straight. She sipped the tea and she set it straight for us. That's what we always want here. We wanted the straight story. Yeah. Right that's, from the source. Exactly. All right. Thank you for tuning in and make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. All of our socials will be posted somewhere down here. Thank you for tuning in to the best women's boxing show, period. I'm Cynthia Conte. And I'm Deandra LaBeouf. See you guys at the fights.